No other building that I've investigated has displayed such an amazing concatenation of mysteries as the old rectory at Borley. I'm Acadia Einstein, and this is Strangeful. It's new, new, new. Where's the problem, ma'am? Hello? Get somebody out here. Lay down your life with dignity. Don't lay down with tears and agony. Don't talk with children. Nothing else. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Strangeful. I am Acadia Einstein, and I am here with Graveyard Grace. Hello, Grace. Hey. How are things in... I don't know, the big thing that they carry queens around on, your your litter, like where you're all splayed out comfortably. Pretty comfy. Fan you with big leaves. Pretty nice, pretty nice. That's what we got going on, folks. She, she's getting fanned with big leaves, and I'm, I'm over here, I don't know, sorting compost. Sweating away. I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of getting fanned by leaves is, so <laughs> I maybe should have thought ahead on that. Tell me what's new and good, or new or good. Well, work has finally slowed down and people stopped dying in large amounts, so that is really good. Can breathe for a minute. Candy. Mm-hmm. If they can breathe, you can breathe. Exactly. exactly. I think that's the nicer weather. I think people hold out a little bit longer when the weather gets better, so people aren't dropping as quick. Jeez. Just a theory of mine. You could start keeping stats like I do for Dead by Daylight, you know, like graphs. But this year's been a little off because, like, normally, you know, it gets warmer here a little bit quicker than a lot of other places. So, you know, usually around, like, March it slows down. But, like, no, it's been January, January, February, March, April. Well, you should have been writing down the relative humidity, Mm -hmm. all sorts of shit like that. And you could publish a scientific paper. Oh, yeah. I've always said that hair grows faster in the summer. I also don't know if there's any truth to that. Bruh. Just my we, could, we could literally use my head as an experiment. Uh-huh. We should measure. Because no one cares about it. And when we go to the shows, it, no one can see it anyway. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the guy that, that we're always next to, the artist guy. Mm-hmm. He saw me with my mask off, and he's like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed. And I'm like, well, fuck you, too. He said that? He's like, no, not because of that. He's like, because the gimmick is gone now. Now I know you're a real person. It's like, no, I'm not. Oh, my God. You're a real person. Your mother. <laughs> Fucker. I joined your Patreon for a dollar, you bastard. <laughs> so. <laughs> nah, he's a good guy. He's a good, he's a good neighbor. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. His name is Byron Winton. So it's a fancy you, name. It is very fancy. If you join his Patreon, he does. I mean, obviously, he copied it from us. He does a trading card of somebody every month, like because he's mm-hmm. an artist, and the Patreon people pick what it's going to be, and then he draws it. He's a good drawer. That's cool. He's good at drawing. So that's my this this week's. Sponsored by Byron Winton. If 
If you have a cool drawing, it might be Byron Winton. He really needs to work on his slogan. That kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I agree. So now we've got we got a lot to do now. We gotta measure my hair. Mm-hmm. This is gonna take like a year though, isn't it? Well, yeah, we gotta compare so we can do like since we're getting into spring, you know, we'll we'll aim for summer, see what your how fast it grows in the summer, and then we'll hit, you know, winter and see our difference. Yeah, that works out. Mm-hmm. Then the haircuts just get written off. Yeah. The taxes that we exactly. had to pay. That's some we bullshit. hate taxes. Fucking tax. I mean, who cares if I don't have to worry about my steak being filled with maggots because of the FDA. That's that's like a far away benefit. I want money in my hand right now, so I don't I don't equate those two things. Not at all. Especially no. when you have to write that check out, make sure it gets no. there on that specific day, and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to mail it today. Yeah. Clean water, whatever. Give me back <laughs> give me back my money. You sons Ranch of bitches. Straight. We're not going to have to worry about taxes in this episode. Because not only is it in England, but it's about a church. Hmm. And they don't pay any fucking taxes because they got that rigged pretty good. It's almost like they were in on the ground floor when the person that was in charge of the church was also in charge of the country. So he got to make the laws. Hmm. Funny how that happens. I think I'm not going to do any taxes for myself. So, we're going to Borley, England. It's over, it's it's in the east. It's in Essex. And I have a friend that's from England, and I've decided that from now on, whenever we have someplace in England, I'm going to have them give, like, local flavor about what that place is like. So... Love it. I said, what about... <laughs> I said, what about Borley? And they said, Puffed. The entire southeast of England is entirely full of London and the limp, cancerous victims of that massive tumor. That's harsh. <laughs> so they're not a big fan of, of London, I guess. And uh, Borley got the rub from that, even though, like, when I looked at the piece of map, I couldn't even see London in the little square that I made. I just saw Borley, and it was near Essex. And it was near Suffolk, and neither of those meant fucking anything to me. It'd be like if you took somebody from Scotland and said, where's Iowa? They wouldn't fucking know. You know? It's always amazed me, like, with England, because their accents are so different, and, like, the, the country is so tiny. Yeah, they, they have really, really, like, fought above their weight for, like, the whole time they've existed. So they conquered the world, right? Mm-hmm. They, they ruined the world and stole all... The spices from every other country and didn't use them on any of their food. They just sold them. And <laughs> like if I was India and I got the British came and they're like, oh, well, I guess we are going to fucking conquer you, India. And India is like, well, what the fuck? I would rather you not, but guns. Yeah, we'll probably do an episode on what the fuck England did to everybody. But in our new. We're not going to let them get away with it series where we just fucking dunk on other countries because everybody's always dunking on America. I mean, we'll include America, but we'll throw in some other ones too. So, the if I was India, when I finally got a map of the whole world and I looked at India and then I looked over at England, I'd be, what the fuck? 
how to date Congress. Right. Look how little it is. Mm-hmm. Then again, all of Europe would say that, and France would be like, tell me about it. We've been fighting them for hundreds of years. Shits. Mm-hmm. But not in Borley. They're not fighting any wars in Borley unless it's a fight against the dead. Ooh. Yep, that's right. Because we're going to talk about a church, Borley Church, which, duh, but it's also known as St. Mary the Virgin Church. And it goes back to the 12th century, which is a long fucking time ago. It's made of stone, and it has Romanesque and Gothic architectural styles, blah, blah, so does everything else in England. Like, it's all old. But there wasn't a rectory. Now, I'm not sure if you know what a rectory is. Probably it doesn't come up a lot, right? Um, I'm thinking of, like, a directory. Uh, huh. <laughs> that would be that would be a, a rectory where, like, everybody's like, yeah, well, how did you not know where it was? Durr. <laughs> a rectory is a residence. It's usually a house, but sometimes it's like a dorm. And it's provided for the minister or the rector, didn't even touch her, huh, of a Christian parish. So the Catholics do it, the the Church of England does it. They're like, all right, well, if you're going to be, uh, you know, giving your life to our nonsense, the least we can do is, you know, put you up while you, <laughs> while you work for the Lord and... That's what a rectory is. So, in the... Now, when I was growing up, my brother was an altar boy. All that shit. I went to Catholic everything. And there was a rectory attached to the church. It was St. Patrick's Church, and I went to St. Patrick's School, blah, blah. But in high school, it was Jesuit, and there were a bunch of them. And their rectory was like a little apartment building. But more like <laughs> a more like a dorm. Because they didn't have, like, the, the, the priests, as far as I know, had their own, like, private room where they slept and, I don't know, fucking molested. One molested. One. Okay. Probably two. The one that we always thought was a molester just disappeared once. Oh, he definitely was. Like, he just got fucking yeeted and he was gone. But he would, no shit, just come down to the locker room after practice and just hang out. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you're you're watching us, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I guess he was, but then they they sent him away. That's exactly what happened. Get rid of the evidence. And the one that ended up being the molester, proven, nobody suspected. He was the toughest priest in the whole thing. And the soccer coach, and his nickname was fucking mad dog because he was like really tenacious coach and all this kind of shit who knew molested wow yep now so i I don't know what happened in their record i used to answer the phones for them because i had to do work study because i was poor so i couldn't pay the tuition so i had to work oh i sat they had a switchboard fancy right Mm -hmm. so i just sat there in case somebody called who the fuck is gonna call that's what i was wondering i was like how many calls do you take that Somebody whose daughter is possessed by a demon. <laughs> right? I'm or like, last rites or some shit. Yeah, someone's dying. 
I don't know who else would call them. That's it. I should have. I should have written it down. That's probably why I didn't keep that job because I didn't write it down. <laughs> so in this instance, the Borley Rectory, which is the, the 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 point of our whole story, because it's super haunted, like haunted aggressively, supposedly, and it's based all on a legend, a legend of love. According to the legend, the story of Borley Rectory started in the 13th century. That's the 1200s for everybody that's trying to fucking do it in their head. <laughs> just fucking subtract one. Like, just, <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Just subtract one and you'll always be fine. The code is broken. The co- That's right. But everybody does it. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Is that the... The 17th century. Oh, so you mean the 1700s? No! Fucking. <laughs> In the 13th century, there was a monastery. And that's different because that's monks. I don't know if there's any other difference, though. It's just kind of a different kind of sad, lonely guy in there. Just one? Or is there like a bunch of homies? No, and the, there's a if there's monks, yo, you'll never you'll never see a monk on their own. They all they travel in packs. So a monastery is different because the monastery is monks. It could also be nuns, but when it's nuns, it's called a convent, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, I know it was because there was a convent next to the school because we got taught by nuns. In the monastery, it's like a self sufficient thing. Like they have their own. They they've got a well. They've got you know, a shitter and a farm, maybe a cow. I don't know what they eat. But anyway, they don't have to leave the monastery. They just wander around the monastery being holy and praying and meditating and shit like that. And monasteries, there's there's Christian ones and Buddhist ones. There's other kinds. It's a self-contained thing. But the rectory is just the house where the fucking vicar lives or the priest or whatever like that. So this monastery was, you know, fat-packed with monks, because that's that's what you get back then. And uh, apparently, near the monastery was a convent with a bunch of nuns in it. And supposedly, there was a nun and a monk who fell in love. Oh, I knew we were going in that direction. Now, how, how did that happen? How did they mix enough... You know, to start the fire, as it were. Imagine them going out farming, you know. You know, oh, we need some milk. Let's go get it from the monks. Oh, that's it. Because they had the cow. Exactly. Good thinking. Mm-hmm. So Sissy Marie Catherine goes down there to go get the milk. Yeah, you're right. That's really smart. So they did the old milk caper. And they were dressed like nuns now. Like nuns really haven't upped their wardrobe game at all they still kind of dress like clerics or maybe clerics i don't know the fucking dungeons and dragons they got the habits and shit like that but that's the other part so when they went to the when they went to get the milk there's no way he was going to be like oh look at that i can see just the front of her face like not even her cheeks hardly like just the front because the rest of it was all covered up yeah but all he sees are guys so he was probably like oh my god it's a girl well yeah that's true too but it would still be like, you know, he. they look like they were sticking their face through a porthole. Like, <laughs> you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't see him. 
But maybe she just had a fat ass, and that's what he was like, wow, look at that. Haven't seen one of those in a long time. Look what the Lord gave her. Mm-hmm. Big old rack. And he was, like, fucking yoked because he was in charge of the cow. And, uh, I don't know, he carried the cow everywhere instead of <laughs> instead of walking him. He's like, well, I need to keep this cow holy, so I'll just carry it. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was so fucking buff. So they stole away. I mean, I would I would expect that if it's the fucking 1200s and you're in a monastery and a convent, it would either be A, super easy to sneak out, or B, completely impossible. I don't think there's a lot of middle ground. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that, like, they had... That, like, the convent didn't have guards like it was... Like it was a castle. Yeah, like a prison. Right. And no one's going to be like, you know, where's Sister Mary Oliphant? I didn't find her at bed check. Like, they probably didn't even have bed check. They were like, oh, did you eat your gruel and then say another 15 rosaries? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, now it's free time. And Sister Mary Oliphant fucking jetted right out. I'm picturing climbing out a window or something, though, like... You know, throwing out the bed sheet. Yes, but they they probably didn't have bed sheet. They had hay. Mm. If they were the royalty, they would have had all that stuff. But as it were, they were just poor. They were supposed to be all, I don't know, poverty stricken. You know, they take a vow of chastity, poverty, and obedience. Well, chastity and obedience went right the fuck out the window. So... Why not throw poverty in too? Maybe they maybe they had side hustles going. He's like, Wow, this fucking cow's squirting out milk all the time. I can give some to the nuns, I can keep some for us, and I can sell some. The boobs <laughs> down in the village keep a little something something for me on the side. Hey, now we're thinking. What's Jesus need the money for? Nothing, that's what. I always feel bad for those nuns that have to wear those Velcro shoes. I'm like, I'm so sorry. They that's what God wants. <laughs> God wants them to have nice shoes, glittery, something pretty. I mean, yeah, but not shoes, I guess. They don't. I, I would donate them some pretty shoes if they could wear them, but I bet they can't. Those awful Velcro shoes. I bet they could wear Crocs. They could wear Crocs, and then they could put those little flare things on the Crocs. <laughs> what are those things called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know, but I sell them now. I have, like, little Michael Myers and, and Jason ones. Oh, I didn't even know that. what they were. And Mrs. Mack was like, buy those. Buy them when I was going through all the stuff that I could get. And uh, I was like, you're crazy. But I, she was not crazy. They sold. Because if somebody has Crocs, they need to stuff them full of those fucking things. Oh, yeah. That's a cool thing to do. Somebody that doesn't have Crocs doesn't give a shit. But the nuns, you could put Jesus, Jesus, Moses, Noah, a couple oh God, more Jesuses. so cool. A cross. <laughs> Sacred Hot, uh, The Rock That Killed St. Stephen. You could fill them up. Oh, that'd be so many. I should make those. You really should. None Crocs. <laughs> They'd probably love it. They're like, oh, we're, there's only four of us now <laughs> in, a, in all the land. <laughs> they can trade the little Croc things. How do you? Who, who fucking now is like, you know what? None is the life for me. That's People that's, that are in debt. Oh, that's a good, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Can't, you're not going to come after a nun. Yeah, but how much debt would you have to be in to, like, say, all right, well, no more fucking, I'm just 
Well, I mean. Unless you're going to cheat. There you go. But then you could just hang out at the monastery and, you know, feed the cows. And you don't have to worry about student loans and debt anymore. Yeah, but mm, that's true. Paperwork. But then you got to wear those ugly shoes. Mm -mm. Well, back then they were probably just wearing, I don't know. Sandals. Wooden boxes or something else torturous. Mm. So she got her fancy boxes to go up and show off for brother Andre. And she was like, oh, it's so hot. Oh, no, my habit. And like seven of my petticoats fell off. And she was like sticking that fucking dump truck out while he's milking the cow. And then he's really milking the cow. And the cow is like, buddy, go easy. And he gets all the milk and they fall in love. And they have a torrid affair. Whatever the fuck that means in the 1200s. And this is pretty bad. Like, it's like Jedi. Like, it's like Darth Vader falling in love with Natalie Portman. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. But... For both of them. Well, you'd think for both of them. You'd think that. Mm-hmm. Except, when they got caught, which one do you think got in trouble? Just the nun. Just the nun. Now, supposedly... Well... No, the monk did get executed. So I guess that counts as trouble. Yeah, I'd say so. But the way they killed her was worse. They, she, she, she underwent immurement, which is a word that you have never heard. Because nobody has. That is the practice of entombing someone alive within a structure. Dear God. Like, if you just go, well, this closet's too small. I'm going to board it up. Hey, you, get in there while I do it. And then you just lock them in and they just die in the wall. So which All is worse? this? I don't know. Getting your head like, chopped off? Like, like Brother Andre? Or dying in a wall over an extended period of time like Sister Mary Oliphant? Dear God. Really, you can't just, like, excommunicate them and, like, Go above your way. This is a punishable by death. I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, think about it. They, the nuns that taught me, said they were married to Christ. Mm-hmm. That was their shtick, right? So imagine stepping out on Jesus. Like, if you're the church, you'd be like, "You're going to cheat on Jesus." That's like the worst thing you could do. That's between you and Jesus, though. Like, right. you know. But it's not, because then you could say, well, Jesus knew I was going to cheat on him when he started going out with me. He shouldn't have married me in the first place. If he's so <laughs> fucking smart, why didn't he go, nope, the bitch going to cheat on me, so don't let her be a nun. She has to pay her student loans. Ha! <laughs> I mean, can't she just, like, repent, though? Like, be like, yes, I'm a witch. Please don't kill me. No, they would. Ki- they would be like, repent. And when you go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a witch, they'd be like, oh, see, you admitted it, and then kill you anyway. They just really wanted to kill people and found elaborate ways to do it. I mean, they've come a long way. Now you can molest little boys, and then they just send you to another parish. That's true. They did do that, like Father Sullivan. Mm-hmm. I wonder where he is. I don't want to know. I bet he's old. He's old, sitting in a room somewhere with a blanket on his lap, thinking of the fucking horrors that he's performed. Although, on the other hand, if you're a pervert, I don't think you grow out of it. I don't think you get cured of being a pervert. 
No, I don't think so. So, really, even punish you can't even really punish him because unless you wipe out their pervert memories, he could be sitting there looking out the window. Oh, he's probably thinking about what it was like when he was a kid. No, he was thinking about when he had that kid, and he was fucking porking him or whatever. And so I don't know. Maybe they should get lobotomized. Then they can't have fun remembering the sick shit they did. It's a great idea. That's that's the kind of thing that a mm-hmm. fucking hellscape dystopian future would bring. Forced lobotomies. I mean, they used to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Terrible outcomes. But my justification for it, I think, is better. Definitely. Also, when I was... So last week... So this was supposed to be about government stuff. That's what uh-huh. I said last week. But I lied. Because I like this story better. Mm-hmm. A while ago, we did fucking McElroy. But when I was bitching about why is second-degree murder not as bad as first-degree murder, I didn't use the best example, which is worse, a first-degree burn or a third-degree burn? Mm-hmm. Third is worse. Yep. The higher the number, the worse the thing. Yep. Except for crimes that go backwards. Yeah, those are backwards. So, I think that crimes need to get on Burns' page. Because I'm pretty sure that people were getting burned before they invented cops. Very true. Well, I'm glad we settled that. <laughs> Good night, folks. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. So this immurement thing, this was used in a lot of different cultures over various time periods. I don't know who the fuck thought it up. Like, what an inconvenient way to get rid of somebody. My mind goes back to the mummy, you know, where they put him in the sarcophagus and the finger, you know, was trying to claw. Yeah, but this isn't, you don't even get a sarcophagus, unless, I guess. But he was alive. I'm building a sarcophagus, and I'm going to put you in it. That's what they did, remember? And then they put the scarabs in with them. You don't remember that movie? Yeah, but that's not, they weren't punishing him, he was already dead. No, he was alive, remember? The finger marks, he was alive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, okay, so, yes, that's true. But that's not this. That's just false burial. You mm. probably do that at least twice a week because you're all half-assed about making sure they're dead. Oh, they're What's dead. The... Trust me. Mm-hmm. How do you know? You don't know. Oh yeah, when like the blood gushes out of their neck to embalm them, I'm like they're dead. All right, fine. Mm. Or maybe you killed them. Maybe that's a possibility. Oh, maybe you're the fucking biggest serial killer ever. Sometimes you know when you get them and they're still warm and you get. You know, a really good gush. I'm like, I wonder, did that just kill them? Dude, what if someday, like, you're talking about this and we're doing the show and then, you know, we're doing, like, live stuff and we're at a convention and the and the foot only fans is rocking and you're telling all these stories about it and everything like that. And then we find out that you're fucking nuts and it wasn't a funeral home at all. It was an emergency room and you just kept killing everybody. Plot twist. Right. That would be a good ending for the show. Mm-hmm. That's... Are you, are you, are you sure I should come visit? <laughs> I should swing by. Just to check, make sure it's legit. And waste your whole fucking day. Like, <laughs> if the boss was around, and I'd be like, yeah, no, I've never seen it. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to get my final affairs in order, and this person's yes. f- fucking around. <laughs> I'm trying to prepay for my funeral. That's right. I want to make sure that I have the cheapest of everything. You won't make a dime <laughs> off me, you ghoul. <laughs> what is the minimum legal requirement? That's all I want to know. <laughs> also, I put my dental x-ray on Discord for some fucking reason the other day. So now I guess if somebody ever finds my head, they'll be... <laughs> if if somebody if my head gets chopped off and somebody from that fucking Discord finds it, they can check it against my dental records and find out that it's me. Well, there you go. Unless they pull all your teeth out. That's true. That's... That's grim. Mm-hmm. Bury the head and the body separately. Mm-hmm. That's important. You gotta take the teeth out, though. And the fingers. <sighs> You're a horror. Mm-hmm. In a good way. I mean that in a compliment. I mean, it, you gotta know what I, to do, you know, in case the situation comes up. Yeah, it's definitely a compliment. Mm-hmm. So, now we got dead nun, dead monk. Who's laughing now? The cow. Now he has a, a, a celibate man. Or she has a celibate man, powdery god fingers tugging on its udders instead of the rough, rough and tumble sex monk. So do we know, where did they, like, okay, so did they bury her in the wall of, like, the convent? Or was this somewhere, do we know where this took place? I mean, so we don't know where in the same reason that we don't know if. (laughs) It's not... Because this is a legend. This isn't like a... Oh. It's not like in in the fucking Borley Times from, you know, 1207 or whenever it was. But we do have real evidence of an actual immurement. So that's something. They did it in Rome, in Europe. There was this woman named Christine Carpenter, also known as the Anchoress of Sheer. Hmm. But it's S-H-E-R-E, not E-E-R, like it wasn't a pantyhose anchoress. But anchoress. This is 14th century England, which is when? 15th century. No, 14th century. So what hundreds is it? 15. No. Subtract one. Oh, <laughs> we just did it. I thought we add one. No, I said subtract every time. <laughs> Math's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Add, subtract, it's all the same. All the same. In the 14th century, she didn't she decided that she was gonna have it done to herself. Why? She didn't even get punished for anything. She said, you know what? If if we're gonna have this church of St. James here in, in Sheer what would be a good idea is if you just built a little fucking jail cell and put me in it and never let me out. That was that was her plan. She had a window so that people could give her food and water, but like not facing the church, it faced outside. So like people from the village had to come by and like I don't know, throw a fucking turnip in there or whatever and say, "Here, Anchoress, have something to eat." And then sometimes she'd just have to shove her ass out the window to, you know, do her business. Ew. The rest of the time, she just sat in there. Oh my God. Shitting out the window, eating a raw turnip. 
That's <laughs> terrible. I don't know why God thought that was better. And she had to get permission from the bishop. It was 1329. So she went in for three years and then she's like, ah, I gotta, I gotta go for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I need a break. Time out. I gotta, I'm sick. My, my, my ass is chafed. I gotta get out. And then she like reneged. She went back to the bishop and she's like, I never should have left. I never should have come out. Put me back in the cell, bishop. I never should have left. <laughs> Everything out here sucks. And they thought that she was like a living saint. I bet they did until she quit. Oh, yeah. And then they were like, oh, she's just some fucking rando then. Mm -hmm. She's an imposter. Only saints would stay in their fucking church jail cell. But anyway, she did it voluntarily. So she's a fucking nut. Sister Mary Oliphant, very involuntary. So I don't know whether the carpenters whipped up a, well, you know what, we were going to do a bump out on this part of the fucking vestibule or some church thing, I don't know. And they were like, well, why don't we just make a little little pocket to put this lady in and uh, we'll kill her like that. And we'll make sure that uh, it's thick enough so that her screams and poundings won't be heard by the... Uh, rest of the nuns or i don't know monks whatever what a buzzkill could you imagine hearing that yeah but i think well so i think if you're the kind of person that would be like yeah no i go along with imprisoning somebody in a wall until they die i don't think that i don't think it's them screaming that's going to be what changes their mind you know what i mean i think they'd like knock and be like hey can you hear me oh just fucking troll them yeah Wow. Hey, here I am on the side of the wall where I can go wherever I want. Mm-hmm. Should have listened. Look what I've got in my hand. A leaf. <laughs> You'll never get one of those in there. <laughs> and you, even if you did, you couldn't see it because it's dark because you're in a fucking wall. They had to get all their trolling in quick because they they probably died fairly fast, I would assume. Maybe they, ch just to be extra dicks, they chucked in... Uh, Brother Andre's head with her. Ooh. Oh, why don't you make out with your boyfriend while you die in the wall? Also, we're very holy. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I kind of made that last pattern up. But maybe I made the whole thing up. Well, no, I didn't. Maybe England did. That's supposed to be why there's so many ghosts. Because horny nun, horny monk, killed for horniness... They went to horny jail, but her horny jail was a wall inside a church, and his was a basket where his head went. I bet they had... <laughs> so, if you watch a baseball game, right? I know this is going to sound like it doesn't have anything to do with anything, but stick with me. Okay. So, if you watch a baseball game, uh -huh. and you see what they do, you can picture in your fucking head when they were inventing baseball, how they did shit. Because the pitcher threw the ball, and the guy hit it, and it went behind him, and he started running to first, because there were no rules yet, and then somebody was like, wait, wait, that's fucking stupid. It went behind you. That, And he's like, well, there's no rule about it. So they're like, no, that doesn't, that's not fair. That's how baseball probably got invented, because people did stupid shit, and then people were like, yeah, no, that house rule, you can't run if the ball goes behind you. And if you pop fly it out of the field, you can't run. Like, they had to invent all the rules. So when you watch 
baseball. It, you can do it with every sport, but with baseball, it's the easiest because it's so slow. Uh-huh. You can see somebody doing something wrong, but at the time, it wasn't wrong. And the reason I bring that up is because I am very certain that when they first started cutting people's heads off, they did not have a basket. I bet they never even thought of it until they had to fucking hump down the hill a little bit to get the head that it was rolling towards the crowd. Mm-hmm. Had to run after that thing. Yeah. Slippery. Yep. Maybe maybe in the beginning, because baskets were hard to come by, they had runners that would chase the heads down the hill. Like, like the kids like the that get boy. the tennis balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's fun. If we, if we ever have a kingdom, I'm going to do it that way when we cut off people's heads. Get the ball, boy. It's going to be done right on the top of a hill. So it's going to be tough for the, the headsman because he's going to have to make sure his feet are planted right so he doesn't fall ass backwards off of it. And then whoever, whoever gets the head can keep it or they can take what's in the mystery box. <laughs> the mystery box is usually the head from the week before. So we have to change it up because people are starting to figure it out. <laughs> So now we have a monastery on this land. Monk, cow, nun, murder. Because, I mean, they would say that it was, like, the justice system, but it's murder. You don't put a person in a wall. Really, I don't know what crime you could do that would be in a peeping Tom. Ha-ha! I'm going to put you in a place where you'd love it if we cut out the eyes of this painting so you could look through it, but you can't. <laughs> I'm really getting into this making up old fucking punishments. Yeah. We should do a live stream of you can't come in unless you offer us a punishment. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, that is a good idea. We'll have to pencil that in. So now that was in olden times, like way olden times. And then nothing really happens until 1862. It's a big jump. Yeah. In 1862, Reverend Henry Dawson Ellis Bull says, well, I don't want to work at the church and not have a place to live, so I'm going to build a rectory. And that was, it really wasn't more exciting than that. He's just like, well, we need some place to live. Because remember, in Church of New England, they can get married. It's not like Catholics. Oh, okay. That's kind of the whole point of the Church of England is the fucking. Because mm-hmm. Henry VIII was like, well, I want to get a divorce. And the Pope was like, no. Mm-hmm. And Henry VIII was like, well, I'm going to make my own church where I can. Checkmate, yep. Pope. Mm-hmm. No more offering basket from you. That's right. The, the Pope was checkmated. And, and then from then on in the Church of England, all the bishops and everything like that were just banging away. Did they let women be priests? No, because that would be stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean... God forbid. Fucking women do stuff. Are just there to get jumped up and down on by the fucking Church of England priests. Anyway, he had to build this rectory. And he was the descendant of a prominent family because nepotism. And it was finished in 1863. And Reverend Bull was kind of interested in the paranormal. Oh, okay. Even back in... 1863. Wasn't too much thinking about the big civil war going on over in America. Oh, no, that's too far away. No. Ghosts? Sure. 
And he was like, well, this is a spooky fucking place anyway because of that whole nun monk thing, which is the only story Borley has because it starts with boar. <laughs> and <laughs> I just thought that. <laughs> I'm stupid. All right. So he's like, well, I'm going to build it on this spooky ground. That'll, I don't know, help. I don't know how. And he made it had 23 rooms. Why, if you're just supposed to be a a humble vicar of Christ, do you need 23 rooms? Even though you got a wife and kids, that seems because extravagant. More is better. Oh, sure it is, but not... Remember, poverty, chastity, and obedience. Well, chastity's out the fucking window, because Church of England. So maybe they don't have to deal with poverty either. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a good... Can you join the Church of England if you're not... Oh, that's what Anglican is. Like, it's one of those made-up Protestant quitter religion. Ah. I think they call it Anglican. So he built his fucking rectory, and he was the rector of the parish until 1892. So that's that's a solid 30 years. Same job. To live in his mansion. Living in his 23-room. Yeah. 23-room house, pumping out kids like nobody's business. I don't know, doing sermons, whatever. Then in 1900, after he was dead, Ethel Bull, one of his daughters, starts the whole ball rolling because she was 17 at the time. She was walking in the garden. Now, in England, when they say garden, they just mean yard. Oh, okay. I found that out talking to my friend. They're like, yeah, no. They, they were trying to make fun of me for saying yard. I'm like, it's not a garden. A garden is where you put... There's fucking carrots in a garden. Like, Mr. Yeah. McGregor's garden, not... Not the yard. Whatever, England, with you putting a U in color. They had her walking in the garden, and she spotted a mysterious figure dressed in black, wearing what looked like a nun's habit, standing near the gatehouse. Why did they need a gatehouse? How fucking fancy was this place that it had a gatehouse... What is a gatehouse? Is that like the little guy that stands in front of the gate to let you in? Yeah, the little, it looks like a little fucking square, you know, like a toll booth. Oh, yeah. He's got a stick and the stick goes up and down. <laughs> he says, stop. You can't come into the rectory. Who are you? And you're like, I'm Graveyard Grace. Well, what's your business? I got to see the cow. He owes me money. All right. And then he lifts up the stick and you can go in. Very fancy. That's the gatehouse. I don't know why they needed it, but they had one. And, apparently, to add to the spook, the gatehouse was right where the monastery had been. Dun-dun-dun. I mean, I don't have any more dun-duns than that. Like, it's not that. That must have been super close, then. That was much closer than I was expecting these two things to be. Well, no, because the monastery fell down or whatever. They, they got rid of it. Okay. And the, apparently the convent, too. I don't know. They're, they're kind of fucking sketchy on the detail. I mean, it's fucking Borley. We could probably go over there and, like, point it at all of it. Yeah, super small. They never get rid of anything over there unless it fucking falls down by accident. They thought that she saw, obviously, Sister Mary Oliphant. That's what they assumed. Because everybody knew the story. If you had been imprisoned in a wall... And then you were a, a, a spirit not tied to this earthly plane. Why wouldn't you just walk in a garden of the place right near where you got killed? Well, she's looking for her lover, obviously. But, I guess, but 
Also, ghosts... Alright, we'll get to that. Because I gotta give you all the, the haunting. I can't. I can't leave the haunting out. So she sees the nun. And then, like, it kind of grows from there. And other members of the family say they saw the nun. And the, the pot in the, in the yard where she walked back and forth was known as Nun's Walk. And blah. You know, how you do. You know, you just try and pump everything up. So they had it pumped up. For, that's for sure. And then... Hey everybody, so it's Katia here, and I guess I made fun of the UK a little bit too much because apparently Lord fucking Wimbledon has fucked up the whole recording and we have to do the second half of the show over and, uh, fuck. So, it's a two-parter, who knew? See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>